Welcome back to the Bush League Podcast. I am your co-host, Dalton Thompson. He is Zach Ashby. And uh, the Cardinal season has started. Yes, officially the boys are out. Oh, they are are out on the town. Um, On the nice beaches of Jupiter. Ripping it up. Oh, definitely. I'm very, very excited about this season. Obviously, today is February 26th. It's a Sunday. It's the sec- day of the second game. Um, so we're we're high off of uh, that Cardinals victory, even if it is spring training. Still feels good to win. I uh, I'm I'm always a fan of winning. So I don't care if that's regular season, postseason, preseason, whatever. A win's a win. Yeah, exactly. And uh, got to see. Wilson Contreras finally out in that Carnal Red. Mm. Uh, yeah, after that first game, made some comments about uh, you know the Cardinals organization being uh, better in quotes, which is fantastic. Which also I led love me that. to a Twitter battle with with somebody on Twitter that writes for the for the Cubs. But so it's been a fantastic last couple of days. I'd say. Definitely. Definitely a good couple of days to be Cardinals fans. Um, be sure to follow us on social medias. Um, Zach, hit me with the Instagram handle. Instagram. I always forget it for some reason. It is uh, <laughs> Bush League official underscore. And our Twitter is Bush League underscore pod. And our email, if you would like to send in questions. I actually have not checked our email. Um, I probably should should uh check that out next chance i get to see if we have any questions but if there's questions waiting in there we'll just compile them for the next episode and we'll answer those but be sure to email us at bush league cards pod at gmail.com once again that is bush league cards pod at gmail.com so send us your questions we'd love to talk about it we'd love to answer them but other than that zach let's jump into these first two games what uh what did you see from the Cardinals faithfuls that really stood out to you and uh, made you excited for the season to come? Oh, I mean, that first game is good, obviously, to see Wayno back out there on the mound. I think he did a, a pretty good job. I mean, for from what I'm seeing, what Ollie Marmol's, uh like kind of idea of a plan is, you know, two two innings, one inning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you're going to rotate, um, you know, but uh, other than that, I mean, Adam Wainwright did, did a good job. Three hits, I think. Yeah. He only gave up one earned run. His line was two innings, three hits, an earned run, a walk, two Ks. Uh, he threw 40 pitches. 20 of them were strikes, which you'd like to see uh, a, a little bit more filling up the zone, especially in spring training. But then again, it is spring training. And you uh, you have the luxury of not having to have your best stuff, and and you can work on some things. But like you said, you know he he did look good uh, for being forty years old, forty one, however old he is. He's still kicking, and he's still uh, giving the Cardinals exactly what we uh, what we need out of him. You know he's he's Adam Wainwright, and that's not going to change. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, even like so. I mean, just for you know the first game, and I'll and I'll say for the second game, the relieving of some of these younger guys and some of these veterans like have been outstanding. Like, outstanding. Besides, like I mean, one or, there's was one and in two innings today that you know kind of weren't the best, but obviously other than that, like the other than that, like the pitching has been. Like been pretty solid, there. right? Yeah. In that in that game yesterday, uh, Nail and Whitley kind of uh, kind of gave it away at the end. But again, this is spring training. These guys are working on their pitches. They're working on their craft. Uh, this isn't this isn't as sharp as they're going to be all season. But it's a good indication of what's going on, you know, in the Cardinals organization. And and like you said, you know, we've got some young guys who've provided a lot of things to be excited about you know woodford threw well yesterday um Cabby. yep cabby naughton thompson all three of those guys lefties uh you know all uh, combined gave up a hit and struck out two so i mean between I'll those three lefties packy you know, naughton he's an absolute just he's a, he's a dog, dude. i liked him whenever uh he came up with the cardinals last season too it was uh he's one of those guys you just he not a very big dude. Uh, he's a lefty. He's goofy. He's lanky, but he he just pitches. He pitches. He goes, he goes out and he puts the he he gives them something to hit. He's not trying to really blow it by anybody. He just put he he says here it is. Hit it. Take it or leave it. And uh, you know it, it it's yielded great results so far. You know, I, and he's he's going to be a solid left-handed option out of the pin for the cards. Uh, you know, throughout the season, because like I said, you know, there's not very many lefties on that 40 man roster other than especially with, uh, you know, Hennessy's Cabrera being the the mainstay. Everybody else just kind of has to fill in where they're needed. Mm -hmm. you know, we're not we're not expecting Packy Naughton to, to come in in the eighth inning with a run one run game. You know, that's we just need him to get out there, get some meaningful innings, get some outs and, and keep the score where it is when he comes in. Exactly. Yeah. And um, other than that, like. First game, even though it was a one-run loss, like it's like I said, it's spring training, and you're out there to get better, right? But um, you know, hitting look hitting looked pretty good yesterday as well. I mean, Brennan Donovan, five hits, ding dong to the right. Mm -hmm. Goldie uh, hit a, a hard double into the gap. Um, Gomez, Gomez, Gomez hit, a, hit, a, hit a double, I believe. The young, your boy. Paul oh. DeYoung with a double and a walk. That's what we like to see. <laughs> I know. I got a few texts from a lot of for from a couple of people. Yep. Even out on it. Paul DeYoung revenge season this I year. I love that. I, I hope so, dude. I mean, I'm I'm on the Paul DeYoung bus. So I mean, if he if he comes out and uh, shines in the in the spring, I say let him run with it. But you know, give him some meaningful at bats in the you know. Bottom of the lineup, DHing. That's fine with me. If he's going to contribute, by all means, throw Paul DeYoung in that lineup. Yeah, I mean, what if he proves himself this spring? Throw him in there for a DH spot. But I, I yep. still rather have Tommy out there at shortstop. Yeah, and I agree with that. You know, uh, when we pick up Fernando Tatis here. Oh yeah, this off season. Then. <laughs> We'll talk about Portland next. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that game yesterday was uh, pretty 
uneventful in a sense of anything, uh, you know, crazy other than Brendan Donovan's home run. Um, mm-hmm. But today's game, we have a lot to talk about. Oh, and I will say from yesterday's game, I thought that Matt Adams had retired. But I knew he was playing for that Kansas City Monarchs game, but yep. I didn't know he, he resigned with the Nationals. Yeah, I, so. I, uh, I didn't remember seeing that either. And when you text me um, – you didn't text me. You tweeted about uh, Adams getting a good ovation. I was like, I, I wonder if that's bad at because I wasn't watching the game when you tweeted that. So mm-hmm. that's good. I'm, I hope he finds a. I hope he finds a home in in Washington again. And you know, he's a, a Cardinals legend. Yeah, he looked he looked good good uh, batting and fielding. So yeah, I love that. Well, on to the second game. Uh, the Baby Birds really. Played well today. Sixteen showed out. Today. Sixteen hits. Now and again, it's spring training. But when Mason Wynn and uh, Jordan, Jordan Walker, Walker both have two hits and, and four ribbies between both of them, Gomez had a great game. My boy uh, Nolan Gorman had a great game. Jimmy Crooks. I mean, you know these young Luke guys Baker had some awesome yep. defensive plays. Burleson. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's yeah, awesome, I, man. It's, it's the, it was the AAA uh, Memphis uh, Redbirds out there playing the professional MLB Miami Marlins. Right. They well, they faced they faced Johnny Cueto. I mean, he's he's been in the yeah. league for a while. They weren't facing a rookie, you know. I'm, yeah. Jordan Walker took Johnny Cueto dead center four fifty. I mean that that was awesome. Yeah, they got me fired up. Yeah, that home run was not. Uh, not weak by any means. No. And uh, he had the infield single too as well. Mm-hmm. Was, Made uh, an awesome play in the outfield. Yeah, right at the wall. Um, Burleson had a diving catch. Luke and Baker had a diving catch. Mason Wynn came in there. He got uh, you know, a couple of two. guys, two yep. for two. Um, uh, I think Boise that was Gomez the biggest – I think that was the biggest thing I saw across the board on Twitter after the game was, you know, Mason Wynn looks awesome. That was like the consensus. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jordan Walker got a lot of praise too because of the home run, but everybody was just raving about how professional Mason Wynn looked today. Not not just in a sense of uh, demeanor, but he just he looks like a he looks like your everyday shortstop already. Yeah, he um, he came in there with some offensive awareness. Um, you know, he he pushed the ball out to right field when we had somebody on second. Got that got that RBI in, and then I think that was the second hit. His first hit, he just kind of line drive it out to left. Um, but yeah, he looked he looked really good. Him, Walker, all the young guys got uh got after it today, and it it kind of you know gets you excited because you get to see like what the future potential of the uh you know. Carl's organization is so. Yep, that and that's something we talked about too very early with spring training and these younger guys getting a little more reps. We're gonna see, we're gonna continue to see these guys throughout the spring, especially when the big dogs head off to World Baseball Classic. You know, we're gonna we're gonna see more of Mason Wynn and and uh, you know Luke and Baker. All these guys get more at bats because there's there's more room for them to get out there and play. So. I'm excited for that part, uh, really more than anything, is is for the the young guys to just get every day at bats and uh, really see where they're at at the end of spring. I think that's going to be exciting. 
Yeah, even the um, uh, you know, double A, triple A pitching guys that came out there. You know, Leahy pitched one inning, three strikeouts. That was awesome. I I I didn't get to watch the the entirety of the game. I saw you know highlights when they happened and whatnot. Um, but I got to watch that last inning of Leahy pitching, and he's I, he chucks it. I mean, he's he's not he's still he's in, like ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, he was sitting ninety seven. I mean, that's that's tough to do, and. He looked he looked good too. I mean, he the ball was up a little bit, but I mean, when you have when you have heat like that coming in, you can afford to miss up a little. But it it obviously didn't even matter because he he ended up striking out the side. So that was fun to watch. Yep. Michaelis as well uh, came out there and he just was dotting them. Uh, no hits, three Ks, three Ks, two innings. Yeah, Dakota Hudson too. Dakota Hudson, two innings, two hits, no earned. I mean, that's all you can ask for, the, the ground ball king, my king, Dakota Hudson. I think he had the most double play balls last year, if yep. I'm mistaken. Big ground ball, big ground ball guy. Uh, yep. Jordan Hicks struggled, um, but spring training, let him get his let him get his footing. He uh, didn't pitch as much as we hoped he would last year. That was one guy that we didn't talk about during our season uh, preview was Jor- Jordan Hicks. What are your thoughts on Jordan Hicks? Um, you know, when he was coming up, he was he was a pretty big deal. That was he was a huge deal. I mean, you he couldn't use a big scroll Twitter without seeing him throw a hundred and three. Yeah, big big prospect, and then you know he came up and just got kept getting injured, and then you know you when you keep getting injured like that and over and over and over again, it's Kind of tough to, I guess. Get it's the Jack Flaherty bug. Yeah, it's the Jack Flaherty bug. You know, if we we know that he's capable of being a very very good pitcher, his best ability is availability. So if he's not available, then it's it's very hard to to judge how well he of a pitcher he could be. Yeah, because I don't think we have they had. Jordan Hicks for a full season yet, or has he been injured every year since he's? I think up? maybe like his first season. Um, let me see. I'm pulling up his stats right now. He came up in 2018, um, uh-huh. pitched well. I think that's really when he made a name for himself. Um, and then 2019 was his best season. Um, you know, he he only threw 28 innings that 2019 season. He was injured. That first season he came up, he threw 77 innings. You know, he he was uh he was a mainstay in the the pen at that time and then didn't pitch in 2020 because of Tommy John. Mm-hmm. Came in 2021 through 10 innings, didn't pitch well, and then last season was just all over the place. Uh yeah. not a very good, not a very good season from Jordan Hicks last year. So I hope he uh bounces back this year. I think he is a pivotal um I think he's a pivotal part of the bullpen if he's healthy and he's somebody that you can mix in and uh, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's a strong pitcher. Um, he's kind of like jungle juice straight out the bowl. You know, it's, it's, you never know what you're going to get out of it until you, you, you try it and you, you move on with it, you know? So I, I hope he finds his footing. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I think he's just one of those guys where you just kind of burn an inning or two, if you can afford it for, you know, whatever reason, somebody go in there just so hard and get outs. But as for like a reliever that's going to go three, maybe four innings, I don't know. Um, just 
he's so injury prone. It's kind of hard to make that make that. I want him to be our back end bullpen guy so bad. You just it's so hard not to. It's hard. It's hard to give him a chance whenever you don't know where the ball's going. You know, obviously he has a little bit of. Uh, control problems but more importantly just his uh, availability it's the hardest so um you know i think he if if they're gonna take a flyer on him you know throw him in like the sixth seventh inning let him prove himself and then hopefully he can be a back end of the bullpen guy later in the year yeah and we and also the other problem is that we have so many back end bullpen guys that so many relievers that we can put wherever Um, right well, and that's a good problem to have, especially with yeah. the depth and that's needed to, you know, to field a bullpen throughout the year. You you go through so many arms. You know, it's uh, it's good to have that problem, especially if someone like Jordan Hicks or Hennessy's Cabrera, Ryan Helsley, for you know, for all intents and purposes, gets hurt. It's good to yeah. have a, a plethora of guys that can step in and take over. He looked good today too. Right, yeah, I I think he's gonna have an awesome season. I could see him saving fifty games if if the Cardinals are winning. If the Cardinals are winning ball games, I could see him legitimately having like fifty saves by the end of the year. Like, he's so dominant. Or yeah, he, he he looked good. Um, trying to think. Well, what other highlights were there today? Um, I mean, just overall, they just like played really good. They looked pretty mid season. It seems like well, by the second. We day, say yeah, it, we're we're like the epitome of Cardinals fans in a sense that like we see like a flash of a good game and we're like this team's going all the way. I could see them winning it all. Like that's <laughs> uh, that's very Cardinals fan of us, but it, we have no reason not to believe it. So we're gonna keep we're gonna keep believing it. There's a lot of talent on this team. It's it's exciting. This is the most talent I've probably seen out of a Cardinals team in a long time. Yeah, well, and speaking of that talent, let's uh, let's talk about the outfield situation because um, you know if we're if we're being honest, we've got three legitimate outfielders and then probably two or three right on their heels. Um, what three the three of them being Jordan Walker, Moises Gomez, and Alec Burleson chasing after Dylan Carlson, Tyler O'Neill, and uh, Lars Newtbar. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on what you've seen so far from these outfielders? I, because I, everything that I'm seeing is pretty, pretty good. I, I mean, just a good problem to have. But what are what are our options? You know. Um, yeah. So I was actually talking about this earlier with somebody, but um, in my in my thought process is is that. Yeah, I think Jordan Walker is your your either your left or your right. He's one. He's gonna be one of the corners on opening day, and I I truly believe that. I think o- O'Neill's gonna be your DH. You're putting it in pen, and I think that Carlson's your center fielder. So so if gun to your head, a million dollars on the line, you enter in Puxatani Phil's inner circle, and you're uh, you're pressured to make a decision. You are saying that. Jordan Walker is going to be starting in left field or right field on opening day. I I, I really do believe that. Man, I want to make a bet with you because I I also think you will, but I just I, think, it, I, I would I, be it would be a, it would be the happiest I'd ever I'd ever lose a bet. Yeah, I think it, I think what you're looking at is I think you're looking at Newton left or vice versa, obviously with the corners, but I think you're Newt left. Um, 
you know, Carlson's your center fielder and Walker's your 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 right field guy. I think O'Neill is going to be your 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 DH. Um, I just don't five. see them. I don't see them DHing O'Neill with how good in the in the field he is. If anything, I can see well, them DHing been, Jordan Walker or Lars Newbar. You know, I could see that happening. Well, he'll probably he'll probably like, all all those guys because there's just everybody can play. Everybody, that's the problem. Right. Everybody can play the outfield. All all four of those guys can play off. Well, even including Burleson, you know. Um, right. So I think what you're going to see is just a lot of rotation in between, you know, the the seven, eight, nine positions. So, but I mean, that's what I honestly think. But like, then again, you know, you just you just have so much talent in that outfield that it's kind of hard to predict what you're actually going to get. Well, that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at right now. Uh, I'm I'm writing out my lineup, uh, how I I'd view it as far as what the Cardinals could do. Not not that they will, but well, um, and then, you know, Ollie Marble did come out and say basically to you know to all the media like, hey, listen, like Carlson and O'Neill, that's that's who's fighting for position right now in center field. So he didn't even talk about the corners. He said right. center either going to be Carlson or O'Neill on opening day. Well, my lineup, I mean, if I think this is our best lineup too, I've got Tommy leading off at short, Carlson hitting second and center, Goldie third at first, Nato third and fourth, uh, Contreras catching, O'Neill playing left, Jordan Walker DHing, Lars playing right, and Donnie playing second. You know, I think that's our best lineup, in my opinion. And you can, you, you can plug and play. Um, really with between Lars and Dylan Carlson, if they're whoever's hitting the best should hit in the two hole. But I, I think that's the the most solid lineup you're going to have if you're and, and you can plug and play even Nolan Gorman too with Jordan Walker, um, which I think is probably a little more realistic expectation. But I, I after seeing I'm, I've seen Jordan Walker play two games and I'm I'm a I'm let's put him on the everyday roster. I'm fine with that. I think he makes a roster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. The I only way that he wouldn't is if they want him to play, get consistent playing time in the minors, which is understandable. It's it's tough to fill, especially if the team's playing well, as we know they can. It's going to be hard to give them some at bats. Yeah. Or the or the whole clock thing. Right. Right. But I. I mean. I think. I think. I think Jordan Walker makes opening day roster. That's. Just, I hope so. I think he's making it very hard for the car. And uh, Moises Gomez has already hit well. We've seen him hit well already. Man. Yeah, I think he is a. I, he was what I say. He's my preseason pick to make the opening day roster. I still think he's got a very good shot because, I mean, if on on the bench with that lineup I just gave you, you have Gomez, uh, Gorman, um, Kisner, and. You you really have a choice, you know, between uh, Alec Burleson. Um, who else was I? Just uh, who who else played really well? Um, Baker, Mercado, yeah, Mercado, um, Burleson. Yeah, oh, so that I mean, Toronto, uh, that uh, other catcher, Barrera, Barrera. Is that what yeah. his name? Barrera. Yeah, Trace Barrera. He played yeah. for the uh, Nationals. Uh, I think he was in their minor league system, but. He he looks good behind the plate. Yeah. 
Jimmy Crooks too, my guy. I can't wait till he gets in the bigs and I can have a Crooks jersey. I was literally thinking about ordering a, a Crooks Cook, Crooks three jersey earlier. If you do, let me know, as I will also I will also buy one. We can have matching uh, Cardinals Crooks jerseys. Definitely. I, well, my goal. So I ordered that that Bush League pod jersey. Yeah. So the whole goal for that is to get like get it all signed and framed up. That would Hopefully. be sick. That's be, a really good idea. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that would be really sweet. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the recap for spring training so far. Um, we're very high on the Cardinals, and uh, we are we're firing firing on all cylinders so far. But um, we had uh, some more news go on uh, since the last time we recorded. The first one being Scott Rowland. Uh, is going to be a Hall of Famer with a Cardinals jersey on. Phillies fans are punching air. Phillies fans, Blue Jays, Reds, they're all punching air. But uh, it's very obvious the best part of his career was in St. Louis. It's awesome to see a childhood hero of mine go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, it's really I'm there in St. Louis. It's really starting to give me nostalgia a little bit seeing players that I grew up watching start to make the Hall of Fame. You know. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, growing up and watching Roland and Pools and all those guys on that, you know, those early teams, like that's your those are like your guys that you you make your first memories of watching, right. all that. So yeah, it was really neat to see that uh, Roland selected the uh, the Cardinals as their as his cap. He didn't have to. He didn't well, have to pick anybody. It was like, very easy. Like, yeah, te, uh, Fred McGriff didn't uh, isn't didn't going think, yeah. going to go in with the team, mm-hmm. which you know would have been a, a might have been a good decision for for Roland to you know it would have been the easy decision I should say. But it's cool to see guys talk about the you know the Cardinals and and their lineage and history and it actually be true. You know, um, a lot of players will, especially Cubs players, will just. Uh, talk about how that's not true, but it, it's very evident that players enjoy playing in St. Louis and and they're proud of the time they spent there. Yeah, that was that's what well that's why I got into an argument with this verified Arnold's or uh, Cubby's uh, player or uh, not player writer. I, I mean, he based I was basically like, well, you never see any Cardinals players ever talk bad about playing in St. Louis. And right. then it just, he was like, well, I don't know. I don't really, I'm not going to go in detail about it, but he was not happy. I was like, but you never do. You never see any St. Louis formal Cardinals players say anything bad at all. About never. Him. Ever. And, and a lot of players who uh, who who stay in St. Louis for a little while, like they end up staying in St. Louis long term. You know, David Eckstein lived in St. Louis for a while. Johnny Peralta, I uh, whenever I was working and selling shoes, shout out Finish Line, uh, Johnny. I was Johnny Peralta's like shoe guy. Like that was you know he he stayed in St. Louis uh, after the fact. So you see a lot of these guys. St- come to St. Louis and stay here even after the fact, It's which is just really cool to know that they have as much pride in our city as we do. Yeah, it, it's, it was the same way when we both were playing in college ball. We know plenty of guys that stayed in St. Louis yep. as well. I mean, not just, you know, 
for playing ball reasons, but I mean, St. Louis and, and as a whole and St. Louis Cardinals baseball just kind of takes it rules. It, it, it takes, yeah, it rules over you and it's something that you enjoy going to or watching wherever, but right. You know, shout out St. Louis city football club won their first match as a professional soccer team here in St. Louis. So shout out the STL FC and the battle Hawks and the battle Hawks two and O baby. <laughs> but I the have sold the entire team. So yep. I, I yep. don't, they're a lost cause. Good thing we uh good thing we get paid the big bucks to talk about the good the good St. Louis teams. Exactly. Exactly. All but, right. But um with the Hall of Fame, the um Carl's announced who's on the ballot this year. We have uh, Edgar Interia. Uh, Love me some Edgar. David Freeze. Hey. Uh, who else is on there? It's uh Joaquin. I just I was just looking at it. Let me pull it back up. Yeah. Um, it, the big name that I noticed on that was David Freeze because I uh, I was on him early. I just want that on record if he does. Uh, let's see. We've got Steve Carlton, Joaquin Andahar, and David Freeze as the standouts. Uh, Matt you Morris. Edward is a standout? He, I think he is, but not as much as any of those other guys. Um Matt Morris and Edgar Renneria both. I, I liked Matt Morris when he was uh, yeah. a Cardinal. Yeah. He was one of my dad's favorite Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah, he's in awesome. stellar rotation. Mm-hmm. Steve a Carlton's a, a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's in the actual Hall of Fame. So mm-hmm. it would make sense if they inducted him. Go I, think, up, I think it'd be awesome to see Freeze, St. Louis numbers. Let me look at this. I, I remember Edgar Renneria. Overall, his Cardinals numbers. He played six seasons. I mean, he. Oh wow. Yeah, he's he's got good numbers. He's got good numbers. I don't think they're like crazy. I you know I don't I think uh, some of the players that we were rattling off in our draft I think were not too far off of these. The only argument I'm having between all these with Edgar Renteria being, you know, getting select. If it, if I had to choose between all of them, he'd be my one. But like the only the only problem I would have with freezes is yeah, he probably has the greatest Cardinals, you know, moment Moments. of all time. Right? But I mean he played I, I'm not saying he should shouldn't be because I think he should, but I'm saying out of all those guys, I think yeah. Edgar had probably the most impact or Matt yeah. Moore. Yeah, I wouldn't say impact. I think Edgar Renteria had much better stats. I don't think anybody like remembers Edgar Renteria, St. Louis Cardinals legend. You know, I think yeah. he's probably remembered a little more for his time with the Marlins or uh, even the Dodgers or, or, or not the Dodgers, the Braves, the Giants. You know, I think uh, – I don't think he's he's remembered as like a Cardinals legend, whereas David Freeze is the reason that we won the 2011 World Series. Like he's remembered by his time with the Cardinals, which I think kind of stands above the rest of his career. Yeah, and I mean, 
Yeah, that, I, I I can agree with you on that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's more of a nostalgic thing. I just remember watching Edgar Renteria play a lot. Yeah, I do that, like I I really like Edgar Renteria. I'm I I'd be okay with all five of those guys that I mentioned getting inducted. I think that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean Edgar Renteria, Matt Morris, um, David Fraser probably would be my top ones. Just yeah. because I'm so familiar with. Well, there's our top three for this week. We actually didn't there, have one planned, but just just works out that way. <laughs> I'm guessing David Freeze is probably your one. Yeah, for sure. Just because there's just so much nostalgia and and obviously meaning behind his time with St. Louis. I just I think he's a standout among all those. But future St. Louis Cardinal legend Jordan Walker, remember it. Remember remember. Zach, take if everybody, everybody tweet out at Zach. Let him know that uh, you either agree with him or disagree with his Jordan Walker take because I'm indifferent. I think Jordan Walker should be signed by the end of spring training or by the end of the year. Fourteen years, three hundred fifty million. Sold. Sold. Keep him around forever. Get, make him a carnal lifer. I like that. That'd be sick. We need more of those guys. I like when guys stay with their one team. Yeah, though, except for like Derek Jeter. Yeah, I don't like Derek Jeter. We don't like guy. Derek Jeter. This is a Derek Jeter-hating podcast. Most mid shorts up of all time. <laughs> so mid. I just shared a, I shared something on my Instagram earlier. It was his defensive stats were the, were the worst AL, AL defensive stats of all time. He somehow won a gold glove. I don't know how he did it. The flashy plays yeah, for his bro. career long term. Whatever. All right, Zach, final thoughts. We're, we're at the end of the pod. Any final thoughts before we send this bad boy off? Um, no, I mean, other than, you know, um, spring training has started. The boys are out. Baseball season is almost officially here. I can't wait to just, you know. It was so go. nice to just, like, know that when I turn the TV on, Cardinals baseball is, is going to be on today. That just is such a good feeling. I'm so, so, so excited for the season to start. I, me too. I can't wait to go to Bush Stadium and just crack a couple 40-ounce Bud Selects. Oh, yeah. Bake Responsibly. Like, responsibly, yes. I probably had to. I don't know what it is about like the older that I get, but baseball season to me now is like such a like Christmas event. Like I had always used to get excited about the season starting and stuff like that, but I don't know what it is. Like the older I get, I just I get way more excited for the for opening day. I just get yeah, I get butterflies. Yeah. Whenever. When, that, like first that first week of baseball is just the best. Like that feeling. Yeah. Seeing guys in the uniform, new guys you haven't seen before, like, oh, will he be good this year? Like, somebody usually hits, like, four home runs in five games, something crazy like that. But Yeah, I got out um, uh, active duty military in end of March, and then I was there for the – My boy Zach coming home soon. <laughs> and then I never – I never been to an opening day. Like, my parents would go. Yep leave me at home because I had to go to school, but I was actually home for opening day 
And I was, I didn't get tickets the first day, but I did go for the rest of the week. Yeah. Like the festivities of opening day. I'd never been to opening day until last year, Kristen and I went Mm -hmm. and it was just so surreal because it was Pujols, Yachty, Bueno's first last game, Mm -hmm. last first game, I should say. That was amazing. And we sat right behind the first base dugout. We were like, a stone's throw away from Pujols. It was, made, uh, it was so awesome. Early to opening day. Do what? I made I made Sammy show up like six hours early. Yeah. Yep, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. I think we're going to go again this year. I think I might take my grandparents. Do what? I said I think, uh, I think we're going to go again this year. I think I'm going to uh, take my grandparents with us. So have my grandpa come for opening day. I got a couple of uh, – I mean, I got weekend season tickets, but I got – um, I bought some uh, some Angels Cardinals tickets for the week. Ooh, that's nice. Get to see Otani play this year. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I had some uh, series circled on my uh, on my calendar that Ooh. I, I want to at least go see a game and, and hopefully get to see some big dogs. Yeah, can't wait. And um, – you know, I guess some other thoughts before this this last thing I'm going to say is that um, you know we're going to try we're going to we're going to try to get some good content. Um, we got we we're in talks with some people that are going to try to get us down. You know, get us some interviews down at the you know double A. What I was talking to you about, mm-hmm. I get to talk with some um, Springfield Cardinals, which is going to be you know you got. You know, Michael McGreevy's in double A and all that. So get to talk to some prospects out there. Maybe get to throw the first pitch of the game, I was told. Oh, that would be sick. That would be sick. We get our name on the announcement and the pod. Um, that would be sweet. But, yeah, and then um, I'm also – I haven't told you yet, but I'm in the works of trying to get us some, some passes. Um, I know a guy that knows a guy. That nice. Can, Shout out to those guys uh, for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. So we're able to, you know, get us in there and get some interviews with whoever. Um, but yeah, well, that's really exciting. I, I'm I'm really excited for where this is going. We're four episodes in. I feel like we're really starting to get comfortable. I know you are. I I feel very comfortable, and um, it's it's fun to talk about Cardinals baseball. You know, I'm I'm just excited for the season to continue, and uh, the further we progress through it, the the more we're able to to talk about. And the, and you know, we we have a shorter episode this week. Um, you know, that might be good or might be bad, but when the season starts, you know, we'll have more to talk about. And there's just yeah. not Video not a huge everything. huge amount of things to talk about right now. So next week, uh, when you hear from us. We will have watched a full week of Cardinal spring training baseball, so we'll have a lot more to discuss. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we're gonna try to get you some some you know video content up, and then once yep. we um, once I get back from wherever I'm at right now, um, places yeah, unknown. Un, um, from places unknown, like a parts under- unknown. <laughs> Undertaker, that's great. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get some better, you know, video quality. We're gonna maybe somewhat kind of a you know, shape shifty studio thing. Yeah, um, I think the moral of the story is we're just getting started, and we have a lot of fun 
A um, lot of cool content planned for the future. So stick around. We're not going anywhere. We definitely recommend that you don't either. But Zach, I think uh, I think that's it. Our, our minds clear and our hearts full. Yeah. Um, other than uh, you know, rest in peace, Tim McCarver. Rest in peace, Tim McCarver. Cardinal legend, one of my dad's favorite baseball players. Uh, great, great, great Cardinals catcher. Yep. But uh, other than that. Alrighty. See ya. We're out of here.